Heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. On today's show, it's another hashtag fun Friday, and we're talking about things you can cheer for on and off the basketball court for the rest of the season, including free throws, pizza, Fast and the Furious, LeVar Ball. We talk more Hornets before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. You are locked on Hornets. You are locked on, locked on, locked on Hornets, your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Hornets on this Friday. It is a uh, hashtag fun Friday show here on Locked On Hornets, the best Charlotte Hornets news and analysis in your podcast feed every day. Whenever you need it, I'm Doug Branson, joined by the man, the myth, the legend, David Walker. Fun Friday, Doug. What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, yes. yes. I'm ready. This has been a tough week for Hornets fans. The Hornets, oh, man. Uh, again, not mathematically eliminated, but essentially eliminated from playoff contention. And so we have to deal with that fact. We have to deal with the ramifications of that. Uh, you know, you had Marco Bellinelli get injured. Hey, by the way, yesterday... <laughs> I was walking home yesterday, and I walked right by Marco. What'd you say? I didn't say. Well, I almost stopped and said, you know, because I knew he injured his hand. I was going to say, hey, you know, how's, how's, the, hand, how's the hand? <laughs> uh, I was going to stop and ask him if he was all right. You know, just a little human yeah. concern. But then I remembered that he blocked me on Twitter. So I was like, you know ah, that's what? Right. You know what? I bet you could have you could have you could have conf- confronted him uh, IRL in real life. You have to give him a little special attention. You know, I could have. Uh, that would have been super weird, though, right? It would have been, and you know, yeah, what am I going to say? It would have been. It would have been just as a human to a human. You know, we had a little eye contact. It was a, you know, my thing is, and and so he 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 blocked us on Twitter, and it was for, uh, you know. We didn't make. We didn't tweet at him. Yeah, I don't know what it was for either. Well, we're very fair on our Twitter account. This is not. We're we're not a. We're not irrational tweeters. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, though. Your team every day. Head over to iTunes, search Locked On, and find podcast on the NBA, the NFL, golf, fantasy sports. It's the fastest growing podcast network in the world. I did promise on yesterday's show that we would have Nada Edwards. Uh, unfortunately, he had uh, some some personal stuff to take care of, and this is an excused absence, but we're sad not to have him for this episode because it would have been his first fun Friday. Oh, man. We'll get him back, though. We're not going anywhere. I mean, I it's, don't think. It's your, <laughs> it's your team every day, David. Every day. Every day of day. All right. This episode is a theme pod. The, the, the theme pod. And we're going to talk about things that we have left to cheer for because this season's not over. A few games left. So we've got some things in the NBA, in in Hornets land, and maybe just overall that we'd like to cheer for as we close out this regular season. David, kick us off. What are you cheering for? 
Are we going? Are we going Hornets stuff to cheer for? Are we going outside stuff to cheer for first? You for the last time, order? Fun Friday has no rules. <laughs> we going. We're going wherever we want to go. Start where you want to start. This is about. This is see the Monday through Thursday is about the listeners. It's about the fans. Really, Friday's about us. <laughs> Friday's about we've we've put in a, a hard week of work, and we're going to talk about what we want to talk about. Thick Batum, be damned. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, the first thing I'm looking forward to, as I'm sure we all are, is The Fate of the Furious. That comes out next Friday, April 14th, the eighth installment of the Fast and the Furious franchise, Doug, with what, uh, two, three, four, at least two more to come. I think this is the start of a new trilogy. Um, I knew And this one. will be an interesting one. Yeah, I, I a, knew new, one. A, new, a, new, a new trilogy within a... Uh, how many trilogies the can series. one have? No, here's the thing. This, I guess, Fast and the Furious is the mm-hmm. James Bond of our generation. They're just going to keep making movies. It's it's never going to stop. Like James Bond well, we'll is, is n- never going to die. Well, this is the ensemble so right version now. of James Bond. Yeah, but like I don't think we'll have some other actors step in to play uh, the role of Dominic Toretto or uh, any of our other favorites. But hey, if it keeps going forever and I can take my grandchildren to Fast and the Furious 34, I'm all with it. All right, first thing that I'm cheering for, I'm going to go NBA here, and I'm going to I'm going to cheer for the Atlanta Hawks to miss the playoffs. Now I believe they got the. I'm going to oh, ch- check this score, but I believe they got the win over the Boston Celtics last night. And but I'm cheering for yeah they did 123 to 116 over Boston. Um, Paul Millsap 26 off the bench. Uh, Paul Millsap's the key. If he plays, they win. If he doesn't, they lose. But I just don't think they deserve to be in the playoffs. I want I want to participate in some Hawks and Freud it, it, taking yeah, pleasure in their in their pain because they're just not good enough. And yet they've been like in fifth and fourth place the entire way. It's it's mind blowing. It's mind it's mind numbing. So I'm cheering for yeah. Atlanta to fall out of the playoffs. Maybe that's mean. I'm sorry, but that's what I'm cheering for. Well, it's definitely mean, but you know, to each his own. All right, what's next? Next thing I'm cheering for is uh basketball related and it's Hornets related. Frank Kaminsky. I want to see him kind of go on fire these next three games or at Frank least the baby. The, that's right, that's right. Continue on the trend that he's currently on. I mean we mentioned a little bit yesterday after the All-Star break, his averages have just gone up 15 points um, and has just looked a lot more confident and a lot better. Has been on fire on the court, has been on fire on Twitter, has been receiving Skittle cakes. So I want to see that trend continue because you oftentimes see it, Doug, you know, a strong end of the season. It probably won't be in the playoffs, but, you know, a guy like Kelly Oubre or um, an auto porter that we just saw, you know, had strong uh, playoff performances last year. And it kind of carried that over into this year. At least Porter did. I'm not sure about Ubre actually, but I want to see Frank keep building on that so we can start off next year strong. Sam Purley from Hornets.com did a great sort of overview of Frank Kaminsky's emergence in the second half of this season on Hornets.com. Check that out when you get a chance. It's a good. It's got some quotes in there from Clifford and Kaminsky himself, and you know the man's just having a, a great time right now. He's going back like and. He's- Going back and forth yeah. with people on Twitter, roasting people on Twitter. He's getting yeah. uh, Skittles cakes from Skittles. It feels like he's coming into his own, Doug. It really does. 
Well, it's good. I mean, there. I think that yeah. was a legitimate question coming into this season. I think this was, was a very – yeah, part of the reason, you know, that they had the struggles they did was the inconsistency on the bench and consistency from Frank for a lot of that. So You know what's sure. so odd too, David, is that you think about this. So Cody Zeller was drafted fourth overall mm-hmm. and Kaminsky was drafted ninth overall. Though mm-hmm. I think just having my pulse on the fan base, there was more pressure on Kaminsky to really not be a bust. I think people were just people were seemingly well. They were first of all they were unhappy with the Cody Zeller pick when it happened, but then I think people settled into this like, well, you know, if Cody Zeller works out, he works out. If he doesn't, he doesn't. People weren't people Mm. not like that with Frank. I mean, people were like, he better work out or hit the road. Yeah, well, how much of that has to do with draft night and the picks that were made after Frank? I mean, Cody's draft was not great. Um, it was a weak Frank, of course. Yeah. So you had Winslow right after him. And of course, um, Devin Booker, which everyone seems to go back in time and say they, they certainly, <laughs> I knew it. Favor. I knew it. I knew it. They should have drafted him. I mean, a lot of people did, but you know, he did, he did last what another 10 picks or so. So, um, yeah, I think Frank just going to have to kind of, you know, live up to that for at least for the next few years here. Well, not most, forever, forever. He'll have to live up to that forever. Well said. Okay, I'm going to stick on Frank Kaminsky. Here's what I'm cheering for. I want to see more Frank Kaminsky and Cody Zeller playing together, two guys that I just talked about. 49 games we've seen this pairing. Frank Kaminsky at the four, Cody Zeller at the five, or maybe both at the five. Maybe it's double five. Maybe it's two fives. Two fives make ten. Um, They are averaging about nine minutes per game in those uh, 49 games. Uh, The lineups with a Kaminsky-Zeller pairing, David, have an offensive rating of 112.3. That's above average for the Charlotte Hornets. And get this. This is going to shock you. I want everyone that's listening right now to have a seat. If you're in your car, you're good. But if you're somewhere else and you're standing, have a seat. (laughs) Please. Defensive rating of 100, which is significantly lower than some of these other pairings. Some of these other Zeller plus someone pairings, two-man pairings, if you will. Uh, so that's that shocked me that, that the Kaminsky and Zeller pairing would be defensively a little better than, than the starting lineup, for example, or some of these other pairings. But uh, the defensive rebounding percentage suffers compared to some of those other lineups, which you would – that's what I expected. I expected that the problem with playing MKG at the four and the problem with playing Kaminsky at the four is that you don't have Marvin Williams on the floor. And uh, that, that's going to hurt your rebounding. So you see that. But I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by the defense. I think, you know – Kaminsky obviously still has some mechanical problems at defense, but he didn't. I, I here's what I'll say. I think it's fair to say that he killed the Hornets in that playoff series with his defense. Like it really, it was one of the significant factors that Miami took advantage of last season in the playoffs. And I just, I didn't see that. I didn't come away from the game. I came away from some games thinking, you know. Frank can't impact drives to the rim like some other fours can. And, oh, he missed that assignment. Or, oh, he didn't sit down on defense and he got blown by. 
But I didn't leave a game thinking, God, Frank's defense really uh, eliminated the Hornets' chances of winning. Is that fair? So, fair so fact. So you're saying it wasn't? It wasn't? No, it wasn't. Like it wasn't main, a fact. It, it you know there were well, some issues. It, it wasn't it a factor. Well, that's the deal with Frank. That's what we always talk about. That you know, it's not like. He's asked to be a, a lockdown defender out there. He's, he's asked to score, and that's what he needs to do. And so if he's not scoring, which last year, more often than not, right, he wasn't given this big scoring outburst. So it's going to stick out more when he does get beat on defense or he's not contributing on that end, I think. Uh, what's next? What are you cheering for? Well, of course, you can always cheer for free pizza. Um, and if the Hornets score 95 points, they will still be giving away free pizza, Doug. I mean, that's an easy one right there. I play right. as many Everyone sound bites free. as I can. This is fun Friday. Folks. Get them all out. Get them all out. <laughs> that's a quick one for me. Free pizza. You can always cheer for that. And that'll be fun. Can we? I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm, 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 my, my interest in Papa John's pizza is waning. I used, well, to, be a, I I used to be a fan of the Papa. I'm uh-huh. less I'm less uh-huh. a fan these days of the Papa. Well, what are your feelings have you on? Have switched it up? Have you have you tried thin crust? Have you tried the deep dish? I have. Uh, I like yeah. now see uh, the deep dish from Dominic. Where what are your what are your major franchise pizza rankings, David? Pizza. How do you, how do you have them ranked? I think Pizza Hut is the Godfather. <laughs> no disrespect to no, the listen, actual Godfather. I got to stop you right there. Pizza Hut. Several years ago, they all got together in a boardroom and said, "Look." We're getting we're getting beat by Domino's. Little Caesars is chopping away at our our profit margins. No, and so here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna find every weird ass way to make pizza, to shape pizza, to put things inside of pizza that we can possibly think all, of. You and, don't need and to release go down those. That road. Every, if you stick to the basics. <laughs> If you stick to the basics, which is a pan it's pizza, a, it's supreme a pan cu- pizza. It's a cube pizza injected with cheddar cheese and uh, breast bad, milk. But I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> I'd say the deep dish the deep dish from either Domino's or Pizza Hut is really good. I like Domino's deep dish. But I think it's classic. Maybe it just goes back to you know growing up. Pizza Hut deep dish is tough to beat. Okay, Papa John's deep dish is not tough to beat. I, I did not enjoy that one. Yeah. No, I'd say that's what it's I'm not saying. Good. It's not great. What are your mm-hmm. what are your what are your top places in Charlotte to get a pizza? Not just, you know, apart from the chains. Oh man. Well, you know I go on a pizza palooza every every spring or so. I don't we, know any, what, what is a pizza palooza? Is this like yeah, is this so, something on your Instagram? Is this like a branded thing? Uh, Hashtag branding? There are there are hashtags out there on Instagram. <laughs> Search Pizza Palooza two K seventeen uh to see the latest pics. Yeah, we'll we'll go to like five or six pizzerias, pizzerias uh, within an afternoon, mm-hmm. and we'll have at least a slice or two at each. And so that's a lot of pizza. So we'll uh, we kind of stick to the Montford area just because it's walkable. There's a bunch of places in there, but we start out at uh, Portofino's. Have you ever had Portofino's? I have not. It's delicious. Tell me um, more. And then Portofino's is uh, tr- mm, uh, yeah, traditional Italian place pizza pasta it's got everything you can want there sandwiches yes, wonderful it's delightful and then we'll end up at um oh man um uh uh luisa's brick oven pizza there on montford drive another fantastic pizza buffet doug if you're ever in that area 
uh, you can load up for lunch, one price, as many slices as you want. Last time I went in there, there was no one else in there. Not a good sign, but they asked me whatever pizza I wanted would come out on the buffet next, and that was cool. We heard you like cat videos, so this month, Pizza Hut has a pizza in the shape of a cat. I mean... Pizza Hut's ridiculous. All right. um, Here's what I'm cheering for, David. This is going to be a weird one. This is for the Hornets. I'm cheering Mm. for made free throws, because I'm going to throw a weird Mm. stat at you. Right now, Charlotte ranks first in free throw percentage in 2016-17 in the NBA at 81.4%. It's the best free throw percentage in franchise history. So I'm cheering for made free throws because, you know, you want to take you want to take away the crown. It's a franchise record. That's important. It's weird, though, David, because they were losing games because of free throws earlier in the season. I know. So they pulled it together. Nick Batum had 12 of 12 the other night, which was some kind of weird, obscure record as well. This is this. Have you ever seen a team that's harder to explain just you know, why things have happened the way they have than this Hornets team. I mean, you couldn't explain the hot start. <laughs> you couldn't really, it's hard to put your finger on one specific reason for the, you know, the skid in the middle of the season. And then out of nowhere, they put, pick themselves up off the mat uh, to make a run here late. It's, it's one it's been one of the more bizarre seasons I can remember. And that's including that horrible, horrible season of a few years ago. Yeah, I, I think, I think I thought that MKG's uh, return would yep. make a, a significant difference. It was, it was going to sneak up on people. And, mm-hmm. and the Hornets talked a little about it in the offseason. It was like, oh, we're getting – it's like getting it's a major getting a free, agent. free agent acquisition <clears throat> in MKG right. because he didn't play at all last season. And then you had those seven games as a tease. And I just don't think we saw – what we thought we would see in terms of his impact. Is his go-to shot? Does he have a go-to shot for the pull-up at the jumper now? I mean, the pull-up at the elbow? It's somewhat consistent. Right? We'll have to look up the numbers on that, but I don't cringe when he takes it, and I think that's a step in the right direction. But the problem is if you are a fan of points per possession – it's, yeah, I mean, he's below average because he does – because when he misses – the problem is when he misses one, it devastates your points per possession. And yeah. the, the other problem is when the ball rotates and finds a wide-open MKG at the three-point line, he has to drive the ball inside of the three-point line to get a shot off. And normally, you know, he's not going to get that shot, and so the ball continues to move. He has – his inability to shoot a three-pointer has um, limited the options of this offense at times. It's just a fact. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is. Um, that's one of the more interesting guys, too. I mean, what? I, it doesn't feel like they're, they're, they're going to have to change or bail on him at this point. I mean, it almost feels like he's about to turn some sort of corner. And I don't know if that's just me. I don't know if that's just the fact that he's been here for a while and he is showing some progress or the fact that he's stayed healthy this whole year. But it, his, his limitations still make it difficult because you can't really have anyone else out there who – or you can't afford to have anyone else out there who can't give you offense, right? Like he's he's got to be the only one just because of the, the low lows that impacts the, the rest of the lineup. Uh, you know who I'm cheering for, David? Most of all. This mm. is most of mm. all person right now that I'm cheering for. LeVar Ball. 
Oh my god! I'm serious. I'm cheering for Levar Ball to have his voice taken away by Ursula from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, You're not a fan. No, God. Can you can you imagine if for if if somehow the Hornets drafted uh, Ball, <laughs> Lonzo Ball, like it would be Kobe all over again times a billion, right? Like the reaction if 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 they got drafted to Charlotte. And not just Charlotte, but I mean, you know, they obviously want to be in LA. They want to be well, a Laker. They they want to be everything. But I think that it would be kind of funny. There would be nothing more ironic at this point, or mm. or or interesting, because exactly. of his latest comments, which he said uh, UCLA was too slow <laughs> to win right. the title because <laughs> they had you? three white guys. Can we interest you in the finest collection of <laughs> tall white guys? And the Hornets draft Lonzo Ball and Lavar's back in the green room going. No! <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 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 interesting interesting comments it's gonna be <laughs> so you're not a fan of of the big baller what's their brand big baller brand <laughs> i don't know i think it's it's triple b's right i don't know they're gonna pair with pizza hut to create a ball-shaped pizza oh now we're talking Hey, Doug, you know what else um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be cheering for? Tell is our me. Guy, Give it to me. And I don't know if we'll have a chance to. Our guy, Briante Weber, um, you know, a bit of a spark plug for a portion of the season there mm-hmm. and then has certainly been demoted back to um, end of the line as far as the point guard duties go. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, mathematically still in it. I don't know that they're going to sit Kimba this next game or the last two but they're certainly going to be looking at Brian Roberts and Briante Weber, if not now, then certainly in the offseason to exactly figure out, you know, what's going on there. Roberts has played a lot better. I'll give him credit for that lately. I mean, he's, he's certainly been the more effective one. But um, so maybe it's not cheering for as much as just kind of let's see what happens with that position. Yeah, I think the Hornets are going to be in a different position this offseason than they were last offseason where they do have a few prospects to really look at um, on, mm-hmm. you know, on in summer league and then in training camp. Uh, you know, they brought in Trevion Graham, who did everything that he was asked of and and, and played really well in, in the few chances that he had. But, you know, they've got some guys in Briante Weber and Johnny O'Brien who can possibly, you know, make significant impacts on a game if given the opportunity. And I think, too, you look at Briante Weber and Johnny O'Brien to an extent, but he didn't really get much of a chance to to, sh- nah. to show what he had. But uh, Miles Plumley too. I think th- there were a couple of players that, because of injuries and because of circumstance this season with the Charlotte Hornets, they were put into positions that were a little not unfair necessarily. I mean, you always have to be ready to play, but they are not mm-hmm. um, not ideal. So uh, you know, I just want to see Miles Plumley with a full off season. Does he come back? You know, into training camp in shape, ready to go, ready to play. You know, twenty minutes. And, and then, and then, if he does that, then let's see what he has. And if he's if he's not up to snuff, then he's not up to snuff. Then it was a mistake. Uh, and right. Briante Weber, same thing. Just give him a chance to learn to really dig in and learn, learn the, the offense. And then, if he comes in and he's still, um, you know, slow to react, you know, reticent to run the offense, then at that point you go, okay, maybe he can't be a pure point guard, and you make that judgment then. But that that's just yeah. what I'm cheering for these guys to have a full off season with this Hornets organization and get a real chance uh, to show off their talent. So that's what I'm cheering for. I'm also cheering for more players to, to take shots at the end of blowout games when their team is ahead. 
We saw this. This is like a big, a little <laughs> bit of a controversy right now. It's it's an unwritten rule that if you're blowing a team out, it's a little bit of sportsmanship that you don't, you know, you hold on to the ball, you take the 24-second violation if there's more time on the clock. And uh, But we've seen a couple of players like JaVel McGee try to take a three-point shot against Washington uh, when, the, when the Warriors were blowing them out. And uh, Brandon Jennings took offense to that. And then recently we had Lance Stevenson oh versus Toronto, our friend Lance, um, take a, you know, try to take a layup in that game. And then after the game, wearing a Raptors jersey, trolling the Raptors. That ended that almost ended up in a in a ruckus. <laughs> uh, did Lance did that? I didn't see that. Oh yeah, yeah. So he yeah, he took the layup and then uh DeMar DeRozan and Maybe Pat Patterson or or Ibaka, I think, really got up in his face. Oh, no, I mean, no, it no. almost PJ Tucker. PJ, it was you're right. PJ it was PJ Tucker, and um, you know, uh, Lance was not trying. You know, Lance is not going to uh, stir up any any anything at this point. But uh, they were trying to bait him into it a little bit, and uh, then oh, after yeah. the game, he posted. He got his he got a Raptors hat, I believe, and a Raptors an old school Raptors jersey. Put it on and just threw it out there on Instagram. <laughs> Right. He did apologize. I think he did apologize. Too. Okay, sure, yes. fine. Great. He did. He did. Who cares? He did. Here's the thing. Happy, Here's the thing. Are you happy? Lance is back. In All right, I'm going to put on my. I'm going to put right. my. I'm going to put my sports radio hat on again. I feel like Radio <laughs> Ethan from the True Who Pod. But listen, if you don't want players to take shots at the end of games, if their team is ahead in a blowout, here we go. Then don't get go. blown out. <laughs> don't That's get blown out. And, and here's yeah. the other thing that, that upsets me about this is that, okay, if you don't want that to happen, then continue to play defense. But listen, if you're going to quit, if you're going to walk slowly as time winds down, then absolutely. And a guy like Lance, you know, he needs that point. He needs those two points. Those two points are going to show excited. up in his average in some way. And, you know, don't <laughs> quit. Like, keep you see, you see this all the time, David, where – um, you know, a play will get called dead and somebody will throw up a three-point shot and then uh, the opposing team will smack the ball out of the air because they don't want that player to see the ball go through the net, you know? Even though it's a dead possession, it doesn't matter. So then why at the end of games are you just slowly, your team just got blown out and you're just going to slowly sa- have some pride? Don't slowly saunter to the bench. And if you oh saunter, this is if, a- if you <laughs> saunter, then really I'm nerve. all for them taking a shot. Wow. Well, I, I'm I'm Woo! I'm not all for I'm not all for like th- these unwritten rules. I don't want to go into the baseball territory where there's like 45 un- unwritten rules that you have to abide by. Hopefully, this will be one of those things. It's just a blip on the radar, and uh, you know, guys will I don't know get over it. I guess it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But hey, what do I know? I've never played in the NBA. You know, you know. Speaking of never playing the NBA, Doug, uh, have you seen this? Um, <laughs> Have you seen that, this Kendall Gill Instagram post uh, in response to Jay Williams' comments around Patrick Ewing? Pretty interesting. I just saw this right now. Uh, I haven't, no. Related. So Jay, Jay Williams, I guess, posted a video, uh, so something to the effect of, the, I love Patrick Ewing. He's a great human being, but I'm making the head coach of Georgetown. I think that's a minor problem. Um, so criticizing that, Kendall Gill took to, former Hornet, Kendall Hornet's Gill took legend. to Instagram. This, yeah, he went after Jay Williams. Quoting here, now you see why we don't look at this guy as part of our frat. Capitalized frat. He had a a cup of coffee in the league and talks as if he were a 10-year vet. You don't talk about an all-time great like this. 
Patrick Ewing has paid his dues as an assistant in the NBA for many years. He deserves his opportunity, especially at his alma mater, Georgetown. Even if this guy, this guy felt this way, he should keep his mouth shut. Don't do that to a, you don't do that to a fraternity brother. We have a code. Obviously, he never watched The Godfather. Never tell anyone outside of the family what you're thinking. Oops, I forgot you're not part of the family. Show some respect. That's a sick That's burn. A sick burn. That's, a sick That's burn. right. Hashtag boxing. Hashtag NBA. Not <laughs> hashtag great, sweet Bob. science. Game over, man. Game over. Wow. Man. Yeah. So there you go. Great. Great job, Kendall. Get on the Instagram, Doug. See what's going on out there. He I'm also telling. he also shared it to Twitter so you could see it there too. Uh, my final thing that I'm cheering for, I'm cheering for your my player on 2K. How's he doing? I don't know. We haven't really talked about this, but you're playing <laughs> 2K17 now, and you have a my player. He's graduated college, I assume. He's in the NBA. He went to Georgetown, as a matter of fact. There you go. How's he so, doing? So um, I got to check in on him. I've been on the road for a while, so I need to <laughs> see how he's doing. <laughs> I need to wake him up. He's given up the NBA dream. He's just eating weirdly shaped Pizza Hut pizzas now. And Yeah. Um, you know what team he plays for? You know what team he plays for, though? I don't. Who, do you, who drafted him? The Phoenix Suns. That's kind of young, well, young, listen, young guys. Young guys. That's I right. Got gonna, yeah, I was going to say he's going to have the opportunity to play, and that's sometimes that's more <laughs> important. I would in those Sims, I would always like just restart, restart until I was finally drafted by the Hornets. I would work my way to the Hornets. Um, um, I did that for my college choice. I, I initially chose Kansas, and then realized Kansas. Um, there was there was only a limited number, and I wanted to go to a Jordan Brand school too. So I, I started over. Okay, real quick before we go, I have to read some of these uh, comments from our uh, or emails from our listeners. First, from uh, J Money, J Dog, Jason uh, sent this after the Miami loss. Said, uh, my initial reaction was to get on them for not playing hard enough in a must-win situation, but after thinking about it, we've had to play really hard over the last week or so, and the back-to-back did not help. We were certainly drained. Still, it just pained me to watch Miami, also in a must-win situation, lock the Hornets down on defense and get the job done. I really appreciate the guys playing hard. I hate we dug ourselves in such a deep hole in January. Uh, And signed, Jason, and then sent from, (laughs) the email sent from, my fist. (laughs) (laughs) And then this one from Scott. I love this one. We'll end on this. Just so you guys know, even after another disappointing loss and a less than stellar season, a loss that effectively ends any playoffs hopes, I see uh, this pop on my phone and can't help but smile. And it's a picture of Locked on Hornets um, where we ranked the shimmies. Thanks for the great podcast and a reason to smile and chuckle about the bugs, even when things aren't going according to plan. Uh, thank you, Scott, and thanks to to Jay Money, Seriously. and thanks to Keith and everyone that emails the show. We really appreciate it. We, um, like I said, we started with like three or four or five listeners, and um, you know now we have a few more, and uh, we appreciate every single one of them. And you guys uh, help us to get up every morning and uh, put together the best Charlotte Hornets news and analysis anywhere, David, on any social media platform. Even in, even in Instagram. <laughs> okay, one more sound bite for this Front Friday because it's my favorite. Here we go. Panda, 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 <laughs> panda, panda, panda. <laughs> That'll it. do it for That's us it. here on Locked On Hornets. Here on the Locked On hey, Podcast. Hey, watch the game Network. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's a game uh, Saturday, uh, 6 o'clock, early tip. Uh, that's a pro tip for you guys. Early tip. It's in Charlotte. Um, against the Boston Celtics. That'll be a fun one. For full preview of that game, visit our friends at atthehive.com. They've got us covered on this fun Friday. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets. We will be live tweeting uh, seriously about the game. 
Subscribe to us and rate us on iTunes. Uh, That's how hardcore Hornets fans like yourself find this podcast. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. We're back again next week with more on your Charlotte Hornets. For David, I'm Doug. Go Hornets, go America. Beat the Celtics. Let's swarm Charlotte. Like what you hear? Consider sharing this podcast with other Charlotte Hornets fans. The easiest way? Our new website, LockedOnHornets.com. There you can download the podcast, listen to our latest episodes, and check out Locked On Hornets live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17